News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. Today you're signing uh, up Ireland for becoming the first country in the world to have health labelling on alcohol products. Tell us how it's going to work. Good morning, Kira. Yeah, I've just signed the commencement now for the lead-in period for alcohol health labelling. Ireland's going to be the first country in the world to bring in labels of this kind. So very much like we were the first country under Micheál Martin to bring in the smoking ban. This is something that has been looked at around the world. Uh, I'm here in Geneva this morning at the World Health Assembly. It's something that they support. And I think it's something we're going to see other countries take up. And essentially what it is, is a label that will be on uh, all alcohol products that will warn of the dangers of alcohol consumption, including when pregnant. And critically then, the warnings of direct links between alcohol and fatal cancers. And then other information like the grams of alcohol and the calories contained in an individual product. And essentially what we're doing is saying, look, many people enjoy a drink, that's all good, Um, but there are serious health implications. The research we have is that most of us aren't aware uh, of many of the health implications. For example, four out of every five people who were surveyed were not aware of the risk uh, to breast cancer associated with drinking. And really what we're doing is we're saying, you know, these risks are real, people should make their own choices and people have a right to know and we have a responsibility to let people know what the, the health implications are. Okay. And that sounds quite reasonable and, and, and I, for one, quite like being informed about things and then make my own decisions based on that information. But it's not going to be fully brought about for three years. Why, why such a long lag period? It is a long period. It's a period of time that was agreed during the passage of the bill and essentially It's to allow producers to uh, get ready for this uh, and to make sure that we don't end up inadvertently um, rising costs or or, or doing other things for producers. We have a lot of producers in Ireland, for example, uh, doing very good work. And so really, that was the the agreement uh, that was reached in... I think in recognition of concerns that the the industry has has raised. Okay, and that sounds fine, but I'm I'm not fully sure what they would need three years for. They're literally going to stick a label on the grams of, 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 of sugar per alcohol will be the same. The calories per, per bottle will, will be the same. The, the, the risk of cancer, etc. will be a standard thing. Three years to change their labelling. Well, well, three years, I guess it's, it's part of a lot of different measures that have been brought in over recent years. Your listeners will be aware of the physical separation now mm-hmm. uh, in shops there's some very significant um, advertising restrictions are in place. Uh, and recently enough, we brought in minimum unit pricing as well. So this is, this is the, the next of, of, of these measures. But with regard to the lead-in period, that's, that was what was agreed during the passage of the, of the bill. I, I think in, in recognition of the fact that Ireland is going first in this, and I think there were some concerns raised around would this uh, disadvantage Irish producers um, and so that's, that was the agreement that was reached back in 2018. Moving on, uh, one of the things that jumped out at me is obviously we, we have a shortage of doctors, we have a shortage of nurses and I, I see in the papers today that we're looking at hopefully hundreds more places for for people seeking careers in, in healthcare in the, in the coming uh, college term in September which is good but we've put up the cost of graduate entry medicine. It's now €17,500 for somebody per year to do graduate entry medicine, which is surely a massive disincentive. Should we be looking at things like that? I believe we should. I note that the Department of Higher Education has pointed out that fees 
are a matter for each individual university. However, from my perspective as Minister for Health, you'll be aware of what I want to see is a doubling of college places, and that includes medical places. You know, we need about twice the number we have from the EU or uh, from the EEA studying medicine. Yeah, and I Ireland. understand why graduate, uh, graduate entry is charged because they've already had a free degree somewhere. But surely by way of incentivising, it, it makes no sense to, to saddle somebody with a hundred grand of, 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 a, of a fee bill by the time they qualify. I, that's right. And I, I've spoken to students who are in the middle of the graduate degree programmes or indeed those who finish them. And the point they're making to me is they're saying, we have these huge debts. We'd like to work in Ireland and, and we're potentially looking at working abroad for a few years to, to pay down those, bet, those uh, debts. I, or, uh, debts. I've met with uh, various of the colleges and the medical schools themselves are very keen on expanding the graduate programme. It's four years instead of five years. And what they're finding is that those who graduate from uh, the graduate programmes are, in the first instance, more likely to go on and have careers as doctors. Yeah, and and are mature and I've met um, them and they're great. But yeah. is this going to be looked at for them? It's certainly something I'd like to see looked at. Uh, for example, one of the measures that students have raised with me is the idea of uh, low-interest state-backed loans. And then uh, they were suggesting, and I, I think it's something we should explore, uh, that they would work in Ireland as doctors for a number of years you know, in the in the context of those loans, I, I think we do need to keep okay. these things under review because the reality is we need a lot more doctors. We have, for example, no, ab- three thousand ab- absolutely. Co- I, I think we need to go up to about six thousand. So we need, of- a, we need a very significant investment in okay. the area. A couple of other things I want to ask you about uh, reports yesterday is in the paper: Children's Hospital now to be the National Children's Hospital to be delayed till the start of twenty twenty five, eleven years after its intended start date. This is becoming, you know, I know many people would have said it was becoming a bit of a joke already, but but this really now is at the point of people are, are scratching their heads going, north of 2 billion, 11 years late. It, it's, it's a disastrous mess. I saw the reporting on the potential delays. What I can tell you is that nothing has come to my desk yet signalling that uh, these delays are inevitable. The timelines I have are that BAM is meant to be finished, the hospital next March, and then the HSC... Uh, has until sort of September, October, November time to commission the hospital and get it open. From my perspective, everybody involved, both the HSC, Children's Health Ireland uh, and BAM, need to continue to work to those agreed timelines. We need to get the hospital open. It's going to be an absolute game changer when it comes to paediatric care uh, in this country. And And I want everyone... 11 years later, a generation of children have missed out on it that that should not have. Look, all the more reason to get it open as quickly as possible. I've, I've been in the hospital. It's going to make a huge difference. CHI are doing a lot of good work, but we need to get the children cared for in this hospital. It, it has taken a long time, which is why we need to stick to the agreed dates for next year. OK. And maybe lastly, Minister, I know it's not your bailiwick, but, but the issues that we have seen with asylum seekers, the protests, um, obviously horrendous uh, beyond protests, the burning out of, of Samwood Street. Uh, Minister Roderick O'Gorman was on here on News Talk yesterday and he was saying that he thought communication was key and that it could have been better. Do you agree with him? Have, have the government been, been laggardly in how they have dealt with communities? I think Minister O'Gorman has, has been very honest in, in, in his appraisal there. You know, he, he is doing his, his very best and We've had 84,000 extra people come into, the, come into the country over the last year. With the best will in the world, that's going to put an awful lot of stress in place. Um, it can cause concern in communities. It can cause anxiety in communities. 
And the best way to deal with that, obviously, is through communication. But what I what I would say, Kira, is this: is that is that we in Ireland have the great privilege and freedom of traveling around the world. We are welcomed uh, wherever we go. Um, many of us work in the UK, Australia, New Zealand, Canada, America, uh, all over the EU and, and further afield indeed. And we are a decent and compassionate people. And in the main, what we are, what we are seeing in Ireland is people fleeing war, fleeing persecution, uh, fleeing awful regimes. And we need to bear that in mind. We need to be compassionate. We need to understand where a lot of these people are, are coming from. Minister for Health Stephen Donnelly, thank you for speaking to News Talk Breakfast. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.